is in the know for Monday, June 13, the 164th day of 2022. There are 201 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Going to get you ready for a big heat wave. And we do have today's water cooler question. It's your chance to win that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Nose. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. How are you? Uh, hot already. It is hot. Uh, it, I noticed at about 820, it said, uh, feels like temperature even here in our zip code was felt like 93 already so it was 83 felt like 93 <laughs> uh it'd be a nice day to find some water and yeah. fall into it and stay there to, uh, know, right that's going to be that way most of the week so we may have plenty of opportunities he is the five-time winner of the coveted ohio news Hawk award he's the two-time silver sound nominee covering every corner of the globe london budapest rio tokyo and even east main street he's sam gormley and the sparks Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, you you were at East Main Market on Saturday. I was. Did you boogie woogie? No. Uh, Cut a rug. I, I did not. I, I kind of missed a little bit of the music. I had uh, heard it kind of off in the distance when we were packing up. As we were out there a little bit beforehand. All right. Did you have anything good to eat? I did. Okay. I had some pizza. I had yeah. Some chicken. It, it really? was good. Ooh. It was good. Okay. It wasn't hot. It was. Yeah. It, you know, are, are you talking about the food or the... or Both. The, yes. All, all of the above. Yeah, no, it was... And uh, that's the thing. At that time of day at East Main, too, is there's not a lot of shade. As as the night goes on, a lot of shade comes out. And really, if you're coming to watch the music, it's perfect. It but at better. about 3 o'clock, it, it's a little rough. Mm, well, it's a little rough. It's um, better than um, if they were having it today at 3 o'clock. On, uh, ooh, today is going to be warm, but it really is just a... Uh, step up to uh, what it's going to be the rest of the week. Now, there there's kind of a heat advisory for uh, today through Wednesday. And then Thursday and Friday, the temperature is going to, it's going to remain high, but I think it's going to be slightly less humid, so maybe it won't make it quite as oppressive. But it also, it's be bad. It's just be because hot. it's hot, it does not mean that it's also not going to rain. There is going to be a chance for maybe a thunderstorm. When you get this much heat into the atmosphere, you could get a pop-up, and they're very hard to predict. So this final week of spring, uh, final full week of spring, starts tomorrow, and it will be warm as we head into this next weekend. So um, just I also, this is one of those examples, too, where I would like to caution you that uh, our partners at WAVE you know the 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 temperatures they're giving are oftentimes going to be Jefferson County based, and because of Louisville being a heat island, their temperatures t- run a, a, just a few degrees warmer than ours do typically. So our high today, I think, is here in the four two seven five four, is only about ninety two, 
only about 92. Is, is but, there really that much of a difference well, between... There, there is when you talk about heat index, because if you just add 10 to the heat index, a heat index of, of uh, 102 is different than a heat index of 110. So you want to kind of keep that in mind, but it does not mean that you don't need to check on... Uh, to do things a little bit differently when it gets this warm. By the way, it's going to just remain hot this week, so be prepared. Warm and muggy overnight tonight. The the low here for our uh, area between the lakes might get to high 70s, but not, not much uh, lower than that. But this uh, made, first major heat wave of the year is going to bring heat indices um, to the region for the better part of the week. So if you uh, you or someone you know working on a job site, make sure that you take breaks and uh, try to get in the shade as much as possible. Stay hydrated. That's important. Uh, indoors, check on your neighbors, especially the elderly, the sick, those without air conditioning. It's during your extremes, extreme cold, extreme warm, that you know people who are less um, who don't have the proper climate control are more susceptible and vulnerable to heat indexes do not leave kids or pets inside your vehicle pretty much ever but especially on days like today and then uh, limit your out activities outdoor find shade stay hydrated make do, uh, sure your outdoor pets have shade make sure they have water etc so that's the best way to just kind of when you, when it, proceed because what is the amount of steps that it takes for us to get from the parking lot in the building what maybe 30 Give or take. Probably, that's on the high side. If I'm probably. sweating in the 30 steps, then you know it's too hot. Yeah, it's, uh, and, and, it, and when you're sweating rough. at 8 o'clock in the morning, too. Well, the the other thing I would offer is it's not uncommon for us to get this type of weather a month from now. Mm-hmm. Or Usually it's into, a fiddle infest. Yeah, that time into <laughs> August, you know, even you get some of those, you get some of those, real, those uh, spells where it's really hot. So it's weird to have the final week of spring be uh be this warm so uh going on in washington today i uh, see they have not begun yet but they were scheduled to begin at the top of the hour the january 6th uh committee is having an additional hearing and should uh hear from some new uh, i don't i guess witnesses is the is the proper term the committee announced that uh bill stepien who was President Trump's campaign manager, is among the witnesses scheduled to testify at the hearing today that focus on President Trump's effort to spread his lies about a stolen election. Stepien was submitted, uh, subpoenaed for his public testimony. So it, it um, I mean, they're just going to make, um, they're going to make a case over the next couple of weeks that President Trump was part of a, I mean, they're calling it a coup. Uh, we we tend to think of a coup as a one day event, but this this coup, if it existed, was over a longer period of time, from election day all the way through to uh, January sixth of the following of the following year. And it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see. You know, I think we lose track of how many people left the Trump administration between election day and uh, inauguration day. You know, there were several people who. Because and even of, between January sixth and inauguration day, over that that's right. There was stretch. there was even an additional you know there was an additional period. There were people that left on January seventh, as a result of things that they saw and things that they saw happening in the White House, or maybe even uh, a lack thereof. So, but boil it down at the end of the day, whether you agree or whether you disagree, that the 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 game here is just to try and make sure that Donald Trump can't run for president again in twenty twenty four. That I mean, it's in in the most simple terms, that's what they're they're trying to to secure. Now, whether that's warranted or not, 
I don't know the answer to that. I can't say I don't have enough information. I think a lot of people have made up their mind and they don't, you know, they don't want to be uh, swayed to the uh, to the other side one way or one way or another. But that's kind of what I'm letting the, the hearing or the committee do is just, you know, is it something that the Department of Justice should should look into further? And maybe we can get some good information out of this or at least I hope. But it's in its most simplistic form. That's what they're attempting to do. And if you're a conservative Republican, I'm not sure that's entirely a bad thing, by the way. Um, it may be better for you in the long run if, um, if, if that is the case. The average gallon of U.S. gasoline jumped 39 cents in the last week, uh, actually over the past three weeks, but now it's at 510. There are places in California that are charging like 770. Seven something, you know, unbelievable. The average price of the pump is a dollar ninety seven higher than it was one year ago. Uh, nationwide, the highest average price for regular grade gas is in San Francisco Bay, where is it six fifty five per gallon? So this story is a little bit dated because we've seen it at higher places in in California. It's typically high in California, but they'd like to be paying you know five dollars for it, considering what they're paying right now. Uh, and if you do go back to, you know, I'm pretty effective, and you might have seen it in your social feeds when you go back to campaign Joe Biden, you know, when you look at all the things that he was saying and signaling relative to fossil fuels and uh, and drilling and energy independence, I mean, the, he pretty much told us what uh, what his willingness to make us energy independent would be. And so, you know, that's when when somebody tells you who they are or what they'll do, you should believe them because that basically. I think you also got to look at some of the case. oil companies too that are bringing in. You know, I think it, there's a lot of blame to go around. I think, and I, I like the whole price gouging thing. I think we need to figure out a way on which of these companies are price gouging. When you follow it back to whether it's like lumber or it's any other wheat or any other uh, any other commodity on a global market where it, you know if if there is a limited well, supply, even if, even if you just go on a simpler term, I mean, if you go into the center of Litchfield, there's two gas stations right across the street from one another, mm-hmm. and if one of them raises it five cents, guess what the other one's going to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I mean, there's there's of course I, I don't know um, you know I'm not. I'm not privy to know all the pathways that gasoline takes. There's a chance that it may be coming out of the tanks that sit next to one another at their distribution point. But yes, it, it always been has been an interesting um, how they're tethered together in in, in one way or another. That, you know what? Let's drop it five cents and let's see what the other person. A few does. times there are people who over the last you know couple of months have done some opportunistic things that have said well if i can just drop mine enough that i can convince you to come in my store and buy other things you know that where i've got better margins on because i don't have a good margin on gas then maybe there's an opportunity but on the global scale if you you know they can blame inflation and then inflation is a part of it they can blame um, the russian oil supply being removed from the global marketplace that is a part of it but at its core if you just go back to the campaign in 2020, in the lead up or the the lead up to the election, then you can hear what his intentions were as far as making the crossover to uh, things that don't use fossil fuels. So he he also cannot backtrack. He's in a spot where he cannot backtrack on what he said he would do. That that might have been the thing that people elected him on the AOCs and the people of the you know the people from from that school of thought. So. 
I just don't expect things to make uh, to change much in the coming uh, weeks in that regard. There was a bipartisan group of senators who said over the weekend that Senate bargainers had announced a framework of a bipartisan response to last month's mass shootings, a noteworthy but limited breakthrough offering modest gun curbs and stepped-up efforts to improve school safety and mental health programs. So it does have what uh, I think it has to have. It can't be a singular attempt. It has to be a multi-pronged attempt. Will, will it help? Uh, if it's passed, will it help? I certainly hope so. I pray so. Uh, but doing, as you mentioned last week, Sam, doing nothing is the worst thing you can do at this that's point. That's what we've been doing. So we'll see if it, uh, I, see I mean, if it can I help turn the time. I wish it was more, but it's it's still something. <laughs> it's a step. Um, some people say it's bad step. Some people say it's a good step. It is a step. Nonetheless, State Senator Steve Meredith has been selected to co-chair a task force charged with studying ways to improve the Kentucky Cabinet for Health and Family Services. The Senate leadership recently announced the appointment of uh, Senator Meredith as co-chair of the newly established Cabinet for Health and Family Services organizational structure, operations, and administrative task force. Can we get an acronym? That's quite the acronym for uh, <laughs> they will be conduct business through the 2022 interim session of the General Assembly. The task force will study organizational structure, operations and administration of programs, policies and procedures within the Cabinet for Health and Family Services. It will receive also receive input from cabinet officials as well as advocates and recipients of its services and programs. Can the first job of this chair be to... Make that a little easier to say. <laughs> Come up with a more clever name, <laughs> uh-huh. a name that uh, is more simplistic. A man has been convicted on two counts of manslaughter in the killings of a Breckenridge County man and an Elizabethtown man nearly two years ago uh, around the Custer area. 24-year-old Robert Lee Johnson of Louisville was found guilty of second-degree manslaughter in the August 2020 death of 45-year-old Stephen Gann of Garfield and first-degree manslaughter in the death of 26-year-old Jacob Leffler of Elizabethtown. This happened on August 6th of 2020, and it was about 12.35 a.m. Grayson County Dispatch alerted local law enforcement to be on the lookout for a black Volkswagen Jetta that might contain a male subject who had been shot. The information had come to Grayson County from Breckenridge County authorities, they had received a report of a gunfire, uh, a gunfire injuring at least one person. That was in an area that was left uh, Highway 1037 in Breckenridge County. Then about closing in on 2 o'clock, they dispatch alerted police that the car in question may actually, instead of containing the victim, contained the shooting suspect and considered to be armed and dangerous. So um, dispatch reported that when Breck County authorities arrived at the home where the 911 call originated, which was on Blackberry Circle Lane, the bodies were found. Both men had been shot multiple times. The suspect, the Robert Lee Johnson, was arrested later in the day at a Louisville apartment in, near Iroquois Park by state police. He was originally charged with two counts of murder. He faces up to 30 years in prison, and he will be formally sentenced next month. So it uh, t- happened August of 2020, and recently convicted sentencing will be next month, nearly two years after the incident. Five people were wounded in a nighttime shooting at a park in Louisville. Officers were called to Waterfront Park near the base of the Big Four Bridge Saturday night. Officers found three juveniles who had been shot, and they were taken to a hospital. One of the juveniles was in critical condition and with life-threatening injuries. There's video of the shooting suspect 
that is uh, circulating. So they got a pretty good idea, at least of, I don't know if they have an identity, but they have a description. Hey, did you see Abby Steiner running uh, out in Oregon for she's, the University of Kentucky this weekend? Quick. Goodness gracious. Um, what a weekend she had in just two days. In fact, I hadn't seen her. I saw her 200-meter race. Unbelievable. And then this morning, I saw her run her leg in the 4 you by 400 the Yeah, where she was like half a track behind and, and took the lead. It, uh, half a track is a little bit of an exaggeration. Uh, it's she not was, far off. I she mean, was way behind. And it was one of those things that I like looked away and then looked back, and she had she had already like passed him. And, and the, the girls were like, "What? where are you going? Like, how are you passing me? It is unbelievable. If you do nothing, nothing else today, go look up, look into it's UK's track and field. UK uh, athletics will have it on their Twitter account. You can, yeah. If you just search, they Steiner, share. You, 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 oh, you'll find it. Oh yeah. The she runs the third leg, not the anchor leg. She runs the third leg of the UK women's four by four hundred relay, and the team, the women, get off to a good start. The second leg, they fall behind, fall behind. Greatly, and then she takes the baton, and her third leg she basically secures victory. She could have done backflips. Oh the last my goodness! Meters it is in, it is unbelievable. The, but she set an all-time NCAA record for gold in the two hundred. She ran that amazing uh, third leg in the four by four hundred. She got silver in the four by one hundred, bronze in the one hundred meter, just in two days. So what a weekend for! And the craziest thing about her is that she did not come to UK to run track. She came to UK to play soccer. She was on the soccer team for her freshman year, and then moved over to the track team. Safe to say that it was probably probably a good decision. <laughs> yeah, we're we're definitely happy to have her. Uh, Texas A and M uh, first to claim a College World Series spot. They got a four to three win, won the series over U of L, so they will advance to Omaha. Boy, it made me happy to see Tennessee <laughs> get Dame. beat yesterday. Oh, Go Irish! Those Volunteer fans—they are the worst in all sports, and their baseball I, team's no different. I did appreciate Lane Kiffin. He took oh, some shots yeah. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Where's the mustard bottles at? You know, yeah. no golf balls. Well, they were throwing trash the uh, other night after the game. And then but, uh, I don't know if you saw, but they ended up taking the beer away from them during that game. No, the beers, I did not. No see alcohol that. sales That's, were then allowed. Couldn't happen to a better fan base. Uh, but I did, the 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 irony of that is, so for those of you that don't know, they threw trash at Lane Kiffin. They uh, threw, threw a golf, golf ball at Lane and Kiffin, and he caught it. Well, no, 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 he caught the water bottle. I guess he caught the water really, bottle. Yeah. They then, threw a lot at Lane Kiffin. Then, um, Ole Miss is also qualifying for the World Series, so they're going to Omaha. Uh-huh. Tennessee is not, so he kind of got the last uh, the last laugh in that regard. Friedel. Uh, helping the uh, T.J. Friedel hit a tie-breaking triple in the seventh inning, and the Reds snapped a four-game skid with a seven-to-six win over the Cardinals. The Yankees gangbusters. Uh, the Yankees Saturday night game. They had seven uh, solo home runs in the game Saturday night, and then they scored eighteen runs yesterday uh, over the. Is it the Cubs from Chicago? Is that where the Cubs are from? They is it, are, is yes. it Chicago? Northside. Okay, remind me to mention that again tomorrow. Um, oh. Why, do you know somebody who's a Cubs fan? I, well, I once heard that there was. And mm-hmm. uh, did you see... Well, you do realize that the the Bronx Bombers, they're a little worried, though, because coming up next month, they got this uh, team from Cincinnati. Oh, they're yes, coming. No problem. They're, they're coming. National League Central, no problem. Uh, did you see the Ballard-Lexcath Girls State Championship softball game? I was following it. I, got, I watched the last inning. I found somebody um, 
I have a friend who's the son of the coach who is streaming it on Facebook. So I got to watch the the last inning. Did you see the triple play? I did. Oh, I did. It was, wow! It was impressive. I feel bad for for Lexcath. Yeah. I was cheering for Lexcath. I, I wanted the underdog. You don't see that every. And then day. I really so wanted Russell a... County to win the baseball championship, but they they lost. It was a that triple play. Great to see those uh, young ladies do that. Daniel Suarez, first. Um, First uh, Mexican-born driver to win a NASCAR Cup Series race one at Sonoma yesterday. So congratulations to yeah, him. Cool yeah, all, all caught up. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. More on the way here on In the Know. Today is Kitchen Klutz's day. I don't. Th- I'm not a. I'm not a klutz in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> no, I wouldn't say I am. It's World Softball Day today. It's Weed Your Garden Day today. <laughs> Maybe wait until dark to weed. Although it's not really going to be cool. Uh, so if you didn't get up early today and do it, well, even then it be, was yeah, it was it, still warm this morning. It oh, was yeah. it was not too good. Tomorrow is Flag Day, so I want to go ahead and give you a little advance notice. The nation's 106th Flag Day will be observed tomorrow. So here are some numbers that you need to know. 1777, the first American flag was adopted June 14th, 1777, by the Second Continental Congress, which passed the Flag Act. 1916, President Woodrow Wilson established Flag Day on May 30th, 1916, when he issued a proclamation stating that he hoped Americans would show significant expression to our thoughtful love of America, June 14 of each year, so to commemorate with the adoption of the flag. There have been 27 official versions of the American flag since its first adoption about 245 years ago. The flag's star and stripe design has been amended on multiple occasions. The uh, 13, there are 13 alternating red and white stripes of the American flag. Each stripe represents the original 13 colonies. 50 stars on a field of blue currently. That's our current flag. 1960 is the current, is the year the current American flag was first raised. It was raised July 4. 1960 over the Fort McHenry National Historic Site in Maryland. Is there a reason it was there? Um, because of the significance of Fort McHenry and the Star-Spangled Banner. And, wasn't wasn't uh, that South Carolina? Fort McHenry? Well, isn't it wasn't the Star-Spangled Banner written in South Okay, It says the Fort McHenry National Historic Site is in Maryland. And according to the Dwight D. Eisenhower Presidential Library Museum and Boyhood Home, Hmm. the Eisenhower made the 50-star flag design official with the executive order in August of 1959. And, of course, it brought in Hawaii and uh, Alaska into the – to add to the lower 48. Yeah, no, you're right. I don't know why I was thinking South Carolina is where that was written. Interesting. Fort Sumter. Maybe. Is in South Carolina, I believe. Yeah, I don't know why I'd be thinking that. There are three uh, three various American flag designs have been created by artists. Should there be a new state added to the United States, you know, eventually we probably will have a fifty first. But I think part of us just doesn't. I think part of us likes it an even fifty. Mm-hmm. Like now, nah, we don't want to. We don't want. Like, how do you? Make that look right. Right. It's. I guess by the time you get Puerto Rico would be the fifty first. Probably. I mean, you know. But I don't think they want it. 
No, probably not. You know, they've been lobbying for D.C. statehood for a long time, but that's not. But I think if you do if you do D.C., then you got to do Puerto Rico. Make it 52. But yeah, probably keep an even number. Uh, but I'm not for for specific reasons, though. D.C. was designed for maybe if you do your U.S. history, say like a musical called Hamilton will help you uh, learn the fact of how the, our nation's capital was decided and it was specifically to get it out of not being a state. It was to kind of create it being its own its own thing. So it does not need to be a state, but I can certainly see where Puerto Rico uh, could and should be if they want statehood. $150 million, the Flag Manufacturers of Associa- Association of America, estimates there are 150 million American flags sold each year, 51%. According to a survey, found that slightly more than half of Americans have an American flag in their home, and there have been six American flags planted on the moon's surface, hmm. according to NASA. Six I'm not sure flags. I realized that there was more than just one. I saw a nice feature yesterday. It was by the company. Uh, it was on CBS Sunday morning. It, it looked, it, America's oldest flag manufacturer is Annan, A-N-N-I-N. And they kind of went inside their various uh, flags that they make. You know, some have the embroidered stars. Some of them have, you know, decals. And, and so it's kind of interesting the way that uh, the way that they showed that information. So Flag Day is tomorrow. And do, do what you do for Flag Day. Here are, um, I'm not going to give you all 25, but some of you are headed out for beach trips or maybe vacation homes or renting condos or things this summer. Here are the 25 smartest summer etiquette tips that no one ever gives you. Right? They're things that you probably should just have mm-hmm. observed or learned. But in case no one ever has, we're here to help. And again, I'm not going to give you all 25. But one... Be mindful of your music volume when others are mm-hmm. around you. Use earbuds whenever possible. Mm-hmm. Please. Mm-hmm. I know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There have been um, the popularity of portable Bluetooth speakers has been. So you're talking on the beach. You're not talking about neighbors playing music too loud if they're outside? Oh, I mean, I think everyone mm-hmm. should be aware of that without a, without a doubt. The uh, music can, esca- can escape your yard. But, yeah, just be... We were uh, we were traveling back in April, and we were at a we were at a pool area, and they have their own soundtrack. Like they just say, "We're furnishing, we're furnishing the music, mm-hmm. so you don't have to." Oh, the the Litchfield Aquatic Center furnishes us exactly. There you go. But then there will be these people that parade through and decide to mm-hmm. plop down a speaker mm-hmm. and then create their own. It's like, no, that's that's maybe, not how this. Maybe works. they just really wanted no, to the, listen to our show. Maybe the, they're caught getting caught up on the podcast. The beach trip is the worst. Yeah, that's true. The beach strip is by far the Oh, yeah, because everybody has their own so it's individual all com- speaker. It's all completing. So you can't right. even listen it's, to what you want to listen to because you're it. hearing Morgan Wallen to your left, and then you're hearing it's ridiculous. Backstreet Boys to your right, <laughs> Lil Wayne down a little, lo- a little longer. <laughs> it turns into a cacophony. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, earbuds are the way to go. Uh, number two, give others plenty of space. Don't sit too close to other yeah. beachgoers. Uh, conversely, also don't spread out and take up too much space. So being uh, being proper is the way to go. Also, uh, consider downwind or upwind in a couple of, of, of... So don't spray sunscreen on yourself upwind of someone who's right beside you. Even if you're 20 feet away, the sunscreen is still blowing into them. Uh, same thing when it comes to smoking. 
Mm-hmm. Same thing yeah. when it comes to shaking your blanket or your beach blanket out <laughs> from the sand. If you're upwind of something, it's going to carry into them. Keep your young children nearby so they don't disrupt other people around you. Uh, don't take anything that doesn't belong to you. Tidy up at the end of your stay. These are all things that, like if you're doing a Airbnb or a VRBO. Uh, what else do you need to do? Oh, uh, here's one that Misty would appreciate us mentioning. Wear proper swim attire. Yes. <laughs> wear, wear, wear proper, just because they sell it in your size. Well, we, or, still have, we still have the K105 swimsuits somewhere, don't we? We do. We do. Yeah, we, we definitely Those do. Those are sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> without, mm-hmm. without a doubt. But they are Misty approved. <laughs> yeah, they, they definitely yeah. are. Yeah. Yes, yes, they, they cover are. Pretty much everything. Analysis shows inflation is costing Americans an extra four hundred sixty dollars per month. Moody's Analytics calculated the figure based on data released Friday by the Bureau of Labor and Statistics. It showed the CPI has jumped eight point six percent in the twelve month period on May thirty one. They uh, they compared average U.S. household spending in May to what they would have spent in 2018, 2019, when the annual inflation was averaging about 2.1%. Here's what I don't understand. I'm not not a mathematician. I'm not an economist. But so if you do see where fuel oil is 107% higher and gasoline is 48% higher, airfare is 38% higher, chicken is 17.4% higher, ground beef is 13 Cars, new cars and trucks are 12, electricity is 12, groceries are 11.9. How is the inflation rate only 8.6? Like, I don't, I don't know how they get to 8.6 when certain categories are so far off the chart in being higher. So I don't know how they calculate that, but $460 is a, is a figure I can understand. I took one economic class in college, and they didn't cover that. They didn't cover that number. They, did, they didn't give you the formula? No. No, they, if they did, I might have it in my notebook back home. I can okay. break well, it out. And... Ne- next time you're there, if you don't uh-huh. care, look look into that. We'll look into it. I'll a, teach some economics. A British man has thrown a tortilla more than 90 feet for the Guinness World Record. A British man put his frisbee-tossing skills to the test by breaking the Guinness World Record for throwing a tortilla. His name is Oliver Miles. And he decided to attempt the world record after watching a YouTube video while on COVID-19 lockdown. He so managed like to... Like a Frisbee? Do you throw it like a Frisbee? I, I suppose. Does tortilla round like a Frisbee mm-hmm. and he but it, uses Frisbee skills. It's, uh, but it's pliable, so uh-huh. it's hard to know. Now, Maybe it's been baked. Can you get like an older fr- an older tortilla? Well, it, it would seem to be. It uh-huh. would seem to, may, to prove. They don't put it in the microwave first and steam it up. Miles said the first record stood at 30 feet 1 inch when he originally uh, decided to break the record. That mark was bested in the meantime by uh, David Rush, who he's a serial record breaker. He just does them because they're there to be broken. He got up to 54 feet 5 inches. So uh, for him to get to 90 feet, now 90 feet. uh, Alea and I were having a picnic the other day, and we were at Bevel City Park. And we saw some of the disc golfers come through. Oh, they can they can whip it. I was impressed. I mean, mm-hmm. like there's actual there's a proper technique and like uh-huh. not just whipping it, uh-huh. but like there's a stance. Uh-huh. You got to like you got to contort yourself in certain ways. And I thought, wow, this is serious business. So, but yeah, it's it's she would she had lots of questions. 
Uh-huh. Well, then each there's like different size frisbees. So you've got there. There's literally like drivers, irons, and putters. Right. Oh yeah. For, for, I mean, they were carrying frisbees. they were carrying big bags uh-huh. around, like of all these different uh-huh. discs. And I thought, I remember I, I've wow. been once, and it didn't end well. Didn't end well. It didn't start well, or didn't end well. Yes. Okay. It, 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 I don't know that it could ever really say that it started. For one, <laughs> I think my friend just gave me an old one. It was like, here you go. Mm-hmm. So I think I was. I think I did the entire time like I was putting. So I'm just going to say that that was the reason why it went so bad because I was trying to drive with a putter. Yeah. Uh, or putt like, with a driver. Like the first time you take your kid to the par three course, you just hand them one club. You hand them like seven irons. Say, there you go. Yeah. There, there's your club. Just don't hurt anybody. Yeah. A Pinellas County, Florida man who asked police for a ride home early Thursday morning was arrested after officers found several bags of drugs in his pockets. Mm. Officers with the St. Petersburg Police Department said the 27-year-old Justin Michalowski was laying on the sidewalk uh, when he refused medical care. They said he began to walk and eventually uh, skateboard away in the middle of the road. But since he, they thought he might not be able to find his way home and being borderline disorderly intoxicated in public, an officer made sure the man was okay while he was still there. While he was talking to him, he said, can you give me a ride home? And he said, sure. And then they asked if he had anything illegal on him, and he said no. But then when they searched his pockets, they found marijuana, three bags of cocaine, oh. and uh, additional. So, yeah, just you – know, it's now, I, I mean, I guess he didn't walk up to them and say, can you give me a ride home? But he forgot at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if you're packing contraband, you might not want for them to. Call an Uber instead. Yeah. Uh, maybe a Lyft. <laughs> Yellow taxi. And go. Or maybe just uh, carry things in your pocket. It doesn't have a good rating on Uber or Lyft is my, my guess. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got the water cooler question. Your chance to win coming up here on In the Know. Did you know in America it is a federal crime to use your roommate or friend's Netflix account? Not just a crime. Federal crime. Now, you can use your spouses, but you can't use your roommate or your friend's. Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess you can, that, but you've been committing count a crime. Hulu, too, and HBO Max, uh, or are those free games? I think it's all of those. Um, and I think they are attempting to... I heard the, the loss number that Netflix uh, estimates they lose in in revenue, but... It's um, not like they... I mean, listen, how much money are they pulling in, though? That's kind of what I'm saying at the same time. Hmm. Yeah, well, well, I guess you would steal a singular piece of bubble gum at the store? Listen, what store am I stealing from? I'm sure there's one store in town that you'd be okay if I stole oh, it from. Oh, no. I'm, no, nah, I, I don't condone theft nah, of, any, of any kind. Here's today's water cooler question. It's your chance to win. If you've not won in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win. Uh, give your choice of theme park tickets today. Uh, since Father's Day is this Sunday, here's today's, here's today's question. Remember, you'll text your answer to 270-259-6000. Three in 100 dads say they'd love to get this for Father's Day. Oh, gosh. Three <laughs> in 100 dads say they'd love to get this for Father's Day. Are you in the three? No, I am not. I'm in the 97. Well, that narrows it down. <laughs> three in 100 said they'd love to get this for Father's Day. What is it? Text the answer to 270-259-6000. You think my dad's in the three? three. No, he's not. 
No. No, he's not. I, Interesting. I, mean, I don't. You've only met him once, but you've got well, to. I've only I've only officially met him once. Uh-huh. But you know, I, I get some level of context through mm-hmm. you, just hearing comments that are made. You know, so I. <sighs> yeah. Now, do you have any friends that would be in the three? I do not. I don't. Mm-hmm. No. Um, three in one hundred dads said they'd love to get this for Father's Day. Text the answer to 270-259-6000. I think I have a good answer. The Weekend Box Office. Jurassic World Dominion ruled the weekend with $143.4 million. Top Gun Maverick was at two with $50 million. Doctor Strange at three. The Bob's Burger movie at four. And the bad guys at five. So no surprise, Jurassic Park. It will be interesting to see what happens next weekend. With, uh, toy, not Toy Story, but uh, well, Toy Story will come out next week. Yeah, I mean the the new because uh, even light, if it's terrible, it's still gonna make year. it's still gonna make money. Well, Lightyear will drag more dollars away from Jurassic Park than Top Gun because of well, littles. I yeah, yeah, parents. I mean, are ready to get their littles, and La- they can't let them see. Well, a lot of parents wouldn't allow Jurassic. Well, last night though, I watched Top Gun the original for the first time. I've never seen it. <gasps> yeah, you. I'd never seen it before. Okay. So I decided to finally watch it. All right. Uh, one off of our list. Negative Ghost Rider, The Pattern's Fool. See, you got that one. I I uh, mean, we spoiler have alert, I, di- I didn't realize, if you haven't seen it yet, spoiler alert, I didn't realize that there was death in that. I was not prepared. Oh, yeah, luckily you won't say, you won't say, you, you're not about to say who, but. I mean, uh, spoilers. You did not walk in this morning and say, hey, goose, you big stud. <laughs> You didn't say that. Well, no, because I was. I'm still broken up about. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. We have one other person that we've we've got to um, get she, them to watch it. Is she in the bill? No, oh, no. She someday. Yeah, someday she's in the building. Okay. Oh, I I see what you're saying. Um, let's see the 2022 Tony Awards. So all in all, so now are, was that a was that a primer? So you can now go see Top Gun Maverick? Yeah, just so I'm ready, because yeah. I know you said I didn't need to see it, but it would help. Now, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, and and see it soon. Like, now mm-hmm. that it's now mm-hmm. that it's fresh. fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see. Now, did you watch the original again before you went and saw? No, and I asked her on the way to the theater. It, she would have needed to more than me. I have. Yeah, because you've probably seen it more I've, than. I've seen it. Oh, in, I've seen it at least 50 times. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's 30 it's over 35 years old, so it's not a stretch to say I've seen it 50 times. Uh, but but if you, yeah, you need but to I, see I it did fresh. appreciate, because I know you make a lot of references, I did appreciate, like, oh, now I got that one <laughs> throughout it. <laughs> oh, yeah, is, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> oh. Jester's dead. Yeah, just there are all kinds of ones. Yeah. Negative Ghost Rider, The Pattern's Full, Mach 9 with Your Hair on uh-huh. Fire. You yeah, know that, that, one, one. that one was the one that stood out to me. <laughs> you know, like. Ah, I know yeah. where that came uh-huh. from. Uh, the Tony Awards were last night. Uh, Strange Loop won Best Musical. Um, best Performance by an Actress was uh, Joaquina Calacongo from Paradise Square. Miles Frost from MJ. The cast of MJ performed. This young man, this Miles Frost, you would think he is Michael Jackson reincarnated with his dance moves. I mean, they did Smooth Criminal. And his oh, it's it was really unbelievable. Um, who else was on there? It was pretty good. She did a good job of of hosting. Uh, Billy. Oh, by the way, Sam, I almost texted you. Um, 
the cast of Music Man, they performed 76 sack butts. Really? Yes, that was it. their number they did, and it was the first one. Did they have 76 trombones? They had a bunch of brass. I don't know if they <laughs> had 76 sack butts or not, but when they came out, I thought, here they go. I mean, this was this is the very one that Sam asked best, about if they were going to do. song in the movie? It's good. Uh, Jennifer Hudson became an EGOT with the Tony Awards last night. She now is the proud owner of an Emmy a Grammy, an Oscar, and now a Tony. John Stamos was disappointed that Bob Saget was left out of the in memoriam. And I first said, uh, Bob Saget, uh, Broadway, no. So he wouldn't be. Uh, Apparently he was. Bob said Bob was in The Drowsy Chaperone and Hand to God. He did two different different things on Broadway. It's called Hmm. The Drowsy Chaperone and Hand to God. Now, I've not heard of either of them. Mm -hmm. So... But there were a bunch of people in memoriam that I had never heard of. And maybe the most heartwarming thing of the weekend that I saw, I saw this on CBS News, but you've seen it probably on other things, uh, the Ukraine situation. A family, the, the mother of multiple children but has a son who is special needs. He has Down syndrome, but he's nonverbal. They had to flee their home in Ukraine. And she, they were struggling to explain to him on why they needed to leave their home. He's 19 years of age. He, his name is Misha Rohozanin, Rohozine, sorry for butchering the last name. But his mother, Liana, told him they were leaving their home because they were going to go look for John Cena. So John Cena is his favorite wrestler. He's nonverbal, but he watches, well, Word got back to John Cena that they were looking for him, and John Cena hopped on a plane and flew uh, over to Europe and just walked up to him and just made the biggest deal out of him. And I thought, wow. That's, I, mean, I have cold chills. Yeah, that is the sweetest just, uh, thing ever. So, so it's a good look. And wow. That's, uh, if there Christ, just, he could see him, though. <laughs> yeah, if they were just all stories, if, if, if the internet were full of just nothing but these stories, you know, it'd be, it'd be a great place. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. We'll see if we have a winner in our water cooler question. We'll tell you the answer coming up here on In the Know. EMB's point to ponder for today. Would you rather not brush your teeth for one week or not shower for one week? Mm-hmm. Would you rather not brush your teeth not for brush, one week or not, not brush shower? my teeth? Yeah, I agree. I can work out something in the shower. Mm-hmm. We're right, right there with mm-hmm. you. That's, that's what I was thinking. It may taste really terrible, uh-huh. but I can work something mm-hmm. out in there. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, like, can you do some mouthwash or something? Or I don't know, gum? but I was just thinking, well, but in the shower, I can treat the shower head kind of like a water pick. Yeah. You know, be like, okay, well, it might not be mm-hmm. great, but it'll be mm-hmm. better than... And you may not like the taste of soap, mm-hmm. but yeah. you could at least, like... Yeah, no, 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 I'm... I'm 100%. Yeah, no, where I, I was. Uh, I, there's not much that I would choose over not taking a shower for a week. No, nor would I. Congratulations to, if your number ends in 3648, you knew that 3 in 100 dads said they'd love to get this for Father's Day, and that was flowers. Flowers, flowers. Now, that doesn't include the landscaping or things that that that's way more than three but you know like fresh cut flowers or bouquet, like or, which yeah, is just um like, if you look at my sheet the answer i had you wrote flowers i did okay very good i wrote new baby new, well new we didn't know baby. of anybody you didn't and right, right yeah right, 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 so huh. i'm sure they're out there but. so you're so you know that i don't want a new baby 
Is that what you're saying? I, I think yeah. we're I think we're beyond. <laughs> Uh, Maybe the five baby, or so the baby years we got ago. would be really mad. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think I think we owe it to the world to at least answer the riddle from Friday. Uh, how did Miss Buckles? Um, how did Miss Buckles and Hamilton get along? Can you can you ask the question easier? Like. Did you can like I, it? Can I can I rate it? Can I? Yes, you can rate it. Um, sure. I, I would give it uh, two or three. Three. I'll oh. give it a three to be nice. Based upon what? On what scale? Um, What's the highest? One to ten. Oh, three and a ten. Okay. All right. All right. Let me. Look, can I rephrase this? Okay. Of of the things you've seen of Jersey Boys Ooh. of okay, so let, let's let's change it of Wicked of Jersey Boys of uh, um, Wicked. Of all those. West Side Story. Yeah. Yeah. West Side Story. That was the one. Lion King. You ever uh, seen that? No. If... I've never seen. Little Mermaid. The Lion King. Uh, so of the ones you've seen, where does it rank? Uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> I guess it, it's probably, uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, gosh, I hate to say this out loud. Um, it, It's. Probably just barely below Wicked. Okay. How was dinner? Dinner was great. Okay. So I did. Dinner was great. I, I did ask her, said, of 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 the show where you didn't like it, what was the thing you didn't like the least? And she said the end. The end is good. Which was funny to and, me and because it, it was like, I was glad that the end was it, here. I wasn't being snarky. It wasn't because it was the end is here. I mean, it was, the end was good. How, the end wrapped it up for me. How long is it? Um, Long. I prepared her that it was three hours, but it came in about two forty six, two forty seven. But it's got a ten minute intermission in it. Did you enjoy it? I I he loved it. it. I enjoyed it immensely. Now, did you talk to Misty and Jason? I have not received her report. I offered her my report. I will get her report sometime today. I I didn't give spoilers, but I gave. Here's my take. I Mm. hope we had we had an Eliza understudy, and I could tell she was an understudy. She did a fine mm-hmm. job, but I could tell and she was. See, I didn't know any better. I know so. I saw the Little Mermaid. It's been a while, but I had a Sebastian understudy, and it was a little disappointing because that's a big, you know, that's a big character. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Uh, the 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 actor who was playing Hamilton. It took me about fifteen minutes to quit looking for Lin Manuel Miranda. After the first fifteen minutes, there were only a couple times that I was looking for Miranda. The George Washington, I so there are many of you, or there are some of you that have seen it, so your your experience might have been the same. Um, I did not, I did not care for George Washington's performance until one last time, which is the payoff when George Washington sang one last time. When the actor, the biggest problem I had with the actor playing one la- uh, George Washington was that he's the same height as Hamilton, and George Washington was tall. George Washington towered over everyone else. And so when they were the same height, that bothered me. I thought, I'm not believing, I'm not believing this casting. But he did a good job. I really like the king. Good. That's what she said, too. Yeah. She said, she said the end and King George. By the way, I will tell you um, that King George in this production might have been better, certainly different, and in ways better than Jonathan Goff on Broadway. And Jonathan Goff is the one, he also is the voice of Kristoff. In Frozen, 
Okay. And so he's, uh, but anyways, it was good. It still runs. That's, that's the man, right? In Frozen? Okay. Yeah. I've never seen Frozen. It, so it runs, uh, it runs through Sunday. So there's a matinee on Sunday and it's uh, like a 12 day run in, uh, you going to go in, back in, then? In Louisville. Well, I mean, if my, if, if my oldest daughter wanted to take me because she really wants to go for Father's Day, I mean, I would go with her, but I didn't. So that's in the ninety-seven percent. And the question is, tickets to Hamilton? Yes. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I would. I would. I would. I don't know. It's ninety-seven percent. <laughs> All right. Uh, television tonight. It's good. I was glad I saw it. And so you would go see it again? Oh, I, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. I, I would go see it again today if you want to. The NBC, uh, NBA final tonight, Game Five, Boston at Golden State, tied up two to two. Is that what it is? And then on HGTV, the premiere of The Great Give Back with Melissa McCarthy and Jenna Perusich. I don't know who Jenna Perusich is. All right. Today's highlight in history. This day, 1967, President Lyndon B. Johnson nominated Solicitor General Thurgood Marshall to become the first black justice to the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, Let's go ahead and skip to birthdays today. Anybody good? Richard Thomas is 71 today, so it stood out to me. I thought, wow, Richard Thomas is 71. So Richard Thomas played John Boy on the Waltons. But more recently, he played Laura Lenny's dad on Ozark. Okay. So what's Marty's wife's name? Oh, goodness. Wendy. Yes. Wendy Bird. Indeed Which bird. is weird because John Richard Thomas doesn't seem old enough. He doesn't seem enough older than Laura Lenny mm-hmm. to like John Richard Thomas. When I saw Richard Thomas, John Boy on the Waltons, like he's my parents' age, mm-hmm. but he seemed like a kid on the Waltons. So I just got it all mixed up. Ashley Olson is thirty six. That also means Mary Kate Olson is thirty six today. Wow, it's weird seeing them that old. Gone but not forgotten. Eh. <laughs> Nothing really to pass along to you. Well, I, hate oh, to, I thought that I hate to was yeah, towards Mary so Kate Ashley. <laughs> I was like, mm, yeah. uh, Yates, William Butler Yates in 1865, and Paul Lind from 1926. Paul Lind was always the center square on Hollywood squares. You know, he was garish. And, uh, chart toppers. Let's go to the Pied Pipers in 1945 with Dream. Sounds like a dream. Mm-hmm. All right. I will um, now, what, Is that song allowed to be played at your, on your boombox at the beach? Dream by the Pied Pipers? Uh-huh. No, it is not. Uh, the Four Ace to Three Coins in the Fountain in 54. Then the Crystals to Do Run Run in 63. Before Sean Cassidy had a hit single with it. Then uh, Donna Fargo, Happiest Girl in the USA. In 72, then Kim Carnes, Betty Davis Eyes in 81. They're your chart toppers for today. Envy's Pearl of Wisdom for today. One person with passion is better than 40 people merely interested. One person with passion is better than 40 people merely interested. Envy's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.